Down in verses 13 and 14. And when Gideon was come, behold, there was a man who told a dream unto his fellow and said, Behold, I dreamed a dream, and lo, a cake of barley bread tumbled down the host of the Midian, and it came unto the tent, and smote that it fell, and overturned it that the tent lay alone. And then his fellow answered and said, This is nothing else save the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel. For into his hand God has delivered Midian and all the host. Now when he woke, woke up and heard that, sometimes I get, my wife and I get messages from God, and we'll hear somebody speak, and it's a confirmation of what God told us to do. That confirmation will come and it'll be right in line with what God spoke. And if you're patient to wait, and you pray, and you trust God, the confirmation will come to you, and God will speak to you, just like the assistant on TV that morning when God woke me out of a deep sleep. See, now, you say, what makes it happen? Prophecies don't come to pay us by magic. If I'd have laid my carcass in that bed that day, when God woke me up and I wouldn't have got out of that bed and wouldn't have went in that room and went by the oppression God told me, I'd have never got my answer. You got it? You got it? So when God tells you to do something, this is a covenant book. It's not just God, but it's me and God. It's you and God. When God's speaking something, get it done. Do what he asked you to do so that he can continue the work because we're together, collective with God. It's God and me. And me and God. We're one. And when I listen to what he says, we'll go through it and I don't focus on nothing else. But what the enemy does here, the enemy kept... Gideon to focus on the host of how many it was. Do you know that day all the enemy of Israel, when God whittled them down, it was like 400, approximately 400 to 1. You better have some faith. That's how many enemies, lying enemies, lying spirits, deceiving spirits, subtle spirits. There's all kind of spirits that people carry. They carry those spirits because they allow it. And when they get in proximity with you, if you're not careful with your ears, you have ear gates, you have eye gates to your soul. And you can only protect your soul by what you allow in your ear gates. When people call me like that and start all that garbage, I tell my wife, we got things to do, places to go, people to see. Talk to you later. Hang up. Oh, Pastor, that's rude. Oh, yeah? I'm protecting my soul. You go ahead and get beat up. You go ahead and get drugged through the mud. You go ahead and let the devil abuse you. It's because you won't listen. Because Jesus was sarcastic. Aha! Jesus was sarcastic. Because he knew they were trying to catch him in a trap. He knew they were twisting his word. He knew they were twisted who he really was. And he looked at him and he said, you bunch of vipers, go away and learn what this means. Get out of my presence. Don't speak that negative stuff to me. Don't try to tear me down. I'm God's son. I'm God in the flesh. 
and I got a will to fill. Every one of you that's been truly born again, you've got a mandate. God's called you to do a mandate, and your mandate, since you're here, you're not here by coincidence. God's got you here to help help my wife and I to fill this mandate. To fill this house. To pray for us when the onslaught of the enemy comes. That will stand. You know, Moses, when he stood, and every time his hands fell, he held his hands up in the battle, in warfare. And every time his hands came down, they started to lose the battle. And he had Aaron and Hur held his hands up. And they helped carry the weight. You're to be armor bearers for us. You're to help lift up our hand. Because you don't know what attacks we're going through that week. And you pray. You might be on the job and that's okay. You don't have to kneel down, close your eyes, and fold your hands and all that. That's all religious anyway. You just talk to God the way, just the way I'm preaching. You just talk, Father, right now, I just got the pastor on my heart. And Lord, I want you to come to his rescue right now. Because I don't know what he's going through, but I just feel this great impression in my heart to pray for him. I don't know what the battle is, but I want to pray. And Father, you look over him and protect him. Hello. Say amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. In closing, turn with me, if you would, to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah 55 and 8. And I might keep reading there because there's a lot of a lot of good things to this. Isaiah 55 and 8. Nothing like water. Thank you, Father. For my thoughts, this is the Lord speaking. The Spirit of the Lord is speaking. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down, and the snow from heaven returns not thither, but waters the earth, and makes it to bring forth bud, that it may give seed, to the sower and bread to the eater. So when God sends his rain is to put moisture in this earth and he said in Genesis seed time and harvest will not perish till the end of the world. So God will always supply for you seed. And when you sow the seed he'll supply the fruit that you need to eat. Because that's God's promise. From the beginning of time to the end of time, God will always supply. But how many of you know we can't sit in the easy chair with a cup of iced tea and twiddle our thumbs? Not yet. Not yet. When we get to heaven, it's going to be a whole lot different. He's going to feed us then. You think he don't know people? Man, he knows I like to eat. He knows we like to eat. First thing we do, I think it's going to take us a while to get us millions and millions together up there. And when we sit down at that banquet table, and I think it's going to be so long we're not going to see the other end. It's going to take us a, a year to get down there to the other end. And he's going to feed us. He's going to feed his people. It's going to be worth it. And you'll be with him forever and ever and ever. And all those questions as a Christian that you didn't think God answered here, 
where the message didn't come here, when you get to there, when you stand face to face, it'll be known. He said, now you look through a glass darkly. But he said, then you'll see him face to face. And just like that, your mind will become his mind. Automatic. Hallelujah. Now, because of the fall, we have to pray. We have to study. We have to go to church. We have to do what's right now. But then it's going to be different. Then we're going to be complete. We're going to be like he is. Aren't you glad? Let's stand to our feet if you would, please. Constant conflict. Let's all come around the front and make a big circle. Take time. Got a few seeds all over the place. <laughs> I'm glad the cactus didn't jump out of there. <laughs> Father, these are my brothers and sisters. They've been bought by the blood of the Lamb. And Father, they got the line of Judah within them to fight against the adversarial assaults of the enemy. Father God, when they go forth from these doors, Father, I pray that you follow them everywhere because, Father, your word declares, you said that the footsteps of a good man are ordered by you. Go with them, Lord. Protect them. Shroud them. Don't let the enemy bring any harm to their life, Father God. They're your children. Bless them and bless them abundantly. Father, this work that you gave my wife and I to do, they become a part of it, Lord. We're family. We're family. We're family. We're family. We're under the blood today. Even though the enemy would come and try to separate, we do not buy what he comes to bring. We're not going to listen to what he peddles those lies and that deceit. Father God, because we're going to stay in love. We're going to stay in faith. We're going to stay and believe in what you said, Lord God, above all else. It's not how we feel. Not how it looks. It's not how it seems. But Father God, you are the faithful one. And you live inside us. And God, your word declares that we are the light of the world. And just as Gideon blowed the trumpet, I'm blowing the trumpet today, Lord, as I preach the word. Bring your word to the faith of your people. And inside these vessels, Lord God, as Gideon had vessels, the light of the world is inside of each one of us. Wherever we go, whatever we say, whatever we do, whatever we're in conflict with, Father God, that we can be broken of ourselves, And you can come and apply your will in our lives. Father God, that each one of us today as we're holding hand, don't let this circle ever go unbroken, Lord. Let us care for one another. Let us lift one another up. Lord, as we go about our chores and duties each day, let us think about others above ourselves and pray for them. Father, we don't know till we walk them out in someone else's shoes when we think we're having a hard time. And we don't know they might be at the verge of death, Lord God. They might be at the verge of giving up, Father we lift them up in Jesus' precious name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Show yourself, friend. Amen. Amen. How are you doing? Oh, better.
Better now. Yeah. 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 Yeah.